Welcome back to another Daily Walk. Well, a lot of you really liked the Great Reset video from last week. I thought I'd do another one that's probably equally compelling. What do we do in this face of the Great Reset or the end times or the tribulation as it were? Um, of course, if you follow the channel, uh, I am not an adherent to this pre-tribulation rapture that has become popularized in the last, I'd say about two or three generations. Prior to that, completely unheard of. And uh, I'm not going to sit here and, and declare anybody who believes in that to be a complete heretic. But what I am going to say is that if you are believing that mindset, one of the biggest challenges and struggles you're going to find is going to be when when these great trials start to come and then people will fall away because they believe God couldn't be real or anything else like that. And so this is the thing we have to keep in mind is that we are not promised an easy life today in our current world, in our current state. And so what I want to talk about is what do we do with the end times? Do we completely rely and trust in God or to become end day prepper um, and carry yourself a bunker full of food down in, the, down in the bottom? There's a few things that we can possibly say. And I don't think that being prepared and being ready is altogether wrong. That's part of what Jesus tells us to do. Be aware, be ready. But at the same token, we don't want to so much rely on ourselves that we forget to have faith in God. So I want to talk about when this is going to start as we are, uh, as we are going through. And so this is going back to some of the verses we covered last time. We're going to go back and look at a section again from Matthew 24. We're going to do, um, we are going to do from 15 down to 21. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation was spoken through the prophet Daniel standing in the holy place, let the reader understand, then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Whoever's on the housetop must not go down and get the things that are in their house. Sorry, no bug out back. Uh, whenever, uh, whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak. Whoever are, are those pregnant and those who are nursing babies in those days, but pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on a Sabbath, for there will be a great tribulation such as not has occurred since the beginning of the world until now and never will. By the way, this is all statements before the great mystery of God is unveiled. The, in other words, we're going to live through some of this great tribulation. Not 100% all of it, but we're going to live through a great deal of it. Now, of course, I, I made the joke in there about not getting the bug out bag. If you have not followed end preppers, they'll have the bug out bag. It's like, okay, when when this the pooey hits the fan, okay, you got to grab your bug out bag and run for your for your hills. There's an element of this that supports the prepper idea. Be ready, be prepared, you see that sign, grab what you need, and go. Now, of course, if you're way out in the field, don't spend an hour going back and getting everything, but if you're in the house and prepared, hey, grab your bug up bag and go. <laughs> and if you know where to go, you're better off. Therefore, the preppers may have a handle on this over other people. Now, am I an end day prepper? I'm not. Um, there is a balance. I know a lot about wilderness survival. And so I'm okay if I have to run for the mountains to hide in the woods for a while. That's perfectly okay. I think I could probably manage that in, in an all right way. But at the same token, I'm not going to be 
filling up and spending my entire life savings on filling up a bunker full of food. Because we have another passage of scripture which can actually help us to discern what is going on. And this is again from the book of Matthew, but we have to go down to... Um, to uh, chapter 6. Now this is the cure for anxiety. This is good statement all uh, all together. But I want to think about it as I read this. Think about this uh, in the terms of end times and fleeing for the mountains and things. This is Matthew chapter 6 verses 25 down to the end of the chapter which is verses 34. For this reason I say to you do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food? and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not not much worth much more than they? And who of you, by being worried, can add a single hour to his life? And why are you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you, not even Solomon in all of his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Do not then worry, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek these things, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So there we have it. We have this idea that when this end time comes, when these great tribulations come upon us, whether we are here on earth or, you know, whatever else, wherever we might happen to be, if we should so live to that point. And maybe this great reset is the beginning of such things. I mean, they're already talking about testing unified IDs to track everything and to put all of the biomarker, including the payment data, either on your hands or on your head. They're already talking about this, guys. I mean, it starts sounding particularly like the mark of the beast to me. And, uh, What's going to happen is if we happen to be alive during this period, we are going to have to run. And if we are prepared when we run, and this is what Christ tells us. He says, keep an eye on the signs. Watch for the signs. Watch for these things that are coming. Be aware of these issues. Be aware of these circumstances. This is important for us to do. But at the same token, we don't need to be so relying on ourselves that we forget to have faith in God. So the truth is, a balance in between. Learn wilderness survival. Collect some offline resources on wilderness survival so you have it. Have yourself a little bug out bag. Have yourself a little bit of food stored away for your journey. But don't be so concerned about it that you become all paranoid and lost because that's what happens in some of these guys and why many people see the end day preppers as gone back crap crazy. It's because they're all like, oh my God, you know, we need to have faith. We don't have a spirit of fear, of timidity, but of faith and of power. And so as Christians, what our task should be is to get out into the world, to love all people, to make whatever preparations we need on a basic level, to be ready for the fact that we may need to run for the hills, but not let that consume our lives where we cannot relate to people and where we cannot share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we have to understand those verses in Matthew 6, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to us. 
we're gonna be okay. We don't have to worry about having the everything stored up for the next 50 years of worth of food laid aside waiting for the nuclear holocaust to occur. That's not our task and our imperative as Christians. We have faith in God. And as we have faith in God, God will see fit to provide us not necessarily everything that we want, but he will provide us everything that we need. We need to seek first his kingdom, have faith in him, and we will be okay. It's all right. But we have to be aware when these great things happen, don't be deceived into thinking, oh, we're just out of here and we won't experience anything. Why? Because God wouldn't possibly put us through trials and tribulations. What Bible have you been reading, kind sir? I mean, in all reality. So that's kind of where I want to leave it today. Thanks for coming along on this daily walk. Don't forget, you can find this on podcasts on a variety of different places. You can help support the channel. We do have affiliates in addition to having direct support. So if you're just looking for some products and services, definitely take a look at our support page. We have our affiliates listed. Those are services you can buy that you might need that will help us out. For example, Amazon. If you buy things on Amazon, use our Amazon affiliate link. That will actually help support the channel without you having to pay anything more than, you know, whatever you're already paying on Amazon. So with that in mind, thanks for coming along. I'll get out of here before this plane comes by and ruins the rest of the video. Have yourselves a wonderful day, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.